Are they? Yeah, they sound good. <laughs> yeah, he brings them in from home, right? Like, uh, or is that just the sauce? He may, yeah, he he prepares his uh, his like salsa verde sauce at home, and then uh, we. I joked that the meat on Thursday is whatever he wants to get rid of before the weekend, but um, <laughs> it's usually a barbacoa, and it's usually marinated and spiced, and it's really good. So cool. Taco Tuesday is always chicken tacos. We always enjoy ourselves with those. So um, everyone's always shocked when they get tacos at the rack. Like, oh my god, that wasn't shitty. I'm going to um, announce that the beer of the week is the Dark Horse Oktoberfest, which I loved, but Ross is not a fan. He's not a fan. I mean, I knew I wasn't gonna like it. <clears throat> when we bought it, so I mean, I'm sorry, but it was we'll, dark we'll have to send you to Oktoberfest some year, Dion. You you really like Oktoberfest beers? And I've heard of like actual Oktoberfest in Germany is supposed to be wild. I have a yeah. friend who's there right now, um, and just people passed out like all over the place. You just see like like as you walk from whatever event you went to to like the tube station, it's just every few feet you see somebody passed out. I um yeah, it's essentially uh great beer and and uh cleavage, wouldn't you say, Ross? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. So yeah, that's Oktoberfest. <laughs> you were close by, Ross. You could have done a little hop skip and a jump, got on a train, right? I could have. Yeah. Actually, yeah, my mother extended is extended uh, your stay a bit. Yeah. My mother's uh husband now is, is German, so I have an father in law? Yeah, well, stepfather would do you be... Call him, do you call him dad? Yes, absolutely. Papa? 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Papa, cool. why are all these men sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, Papa? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Charles Dickens or something. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we are the Worldwide Tea Guys, and I'm Dion. I'm Ross. John. This is Sean. And we're here for 157. We know the number. We're excited about it, and we're putting it in the books. Lisa will um, join us shortly. I yeah. Think. He's coming in. Uh, but back to back to uh, members who are rejoining the pod. For uh, these, Some of us have been out for a while. And, and Ross, as we just were saying, you went back home for uh, 12 days. Yes. Um about two weeks. Um, I've listened to the podcasts and I have my um, note right here. Your <laughs> rebuttal. <laughs> it is he has his rebuttal on a he has written map from notes. across the pond. Your rebuttal. Let's hear it. Um, let's let's go. Thinking, so I, actually, I don't have anything against the second one. Um, well, the last. The one, hacking the, Ross one was pretty the good. Ha- hacking Ross one was pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't give a shit if Elisa gets access to my email. So um, go for it. <laughs> Um, but however, however, um, <laughs> I was at first, I was a little bit upset that Sean called me a golden retriever, but then like 15 minutes later, a very loyal dog. <laughs> we all love golden. Beautiful dog. A beautiful dog. Beautiful. Lots of energy. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, okay. consi- <laughs> considering, squirrel. Sorry, go ahead. considering 15 minutes later, he was, uh, listing condiments. I'm, I'm going to let that one slide. It's our new segment. Okay. We're just going to, at last three minutes of every pod now, it's just going to be Sean calling out condiments that he likes. Okay, <laughs> good. What about the ones that you don't like? Oof. That's a new set. That'll be a different set. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But uh, I did want to discuss this whole um, beer thing um, and me stealing beer and whatnot. And I would just like to add a few you know words of context <laughs> if why don't you I remind may. some of the listeners of what we said in case they didn't so listen basically to basically uh, i was accused of putting um all the shitty beer uh and three <laughs> bottles in dion's bag so on our oh, golfing, sorry, three uh, shitty yeah. bottles of beer in, in this my is bag. our uh, golf <laughs> yes. outing yeah yeah yes. and this is this is actually 
100% correct. <laughs> Dion did get three bottles of extremely shitty beer in his golfing bag, and I did put him there. But the reason for this was... Because I'm an asshole. No. Oh, okay. No. It was right. that Sean Flannery was actually the first one packing beer. So mm-hmm. by the time Mr. Flannery was done with packing beer, it was only shit that was left. <laughs> okay. And the reason you only had three beers in your bag and not more was because for some fucked up reason, every pocket in that fancy golfing bag of yours was filled to the top with something like it was your golfing shoes it was golfing balls it was this. wait 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 my golf bag was full of golf equipment there was oh no my room God, there the was fu- no room for beer Dion. <laughs> that was a mistake I'm doing i it couldn't wrong. fit do- more than totally 3 beers fucking doing it wrong. so i did fill up one of your golfing bags with a bunch of shit and the other one with three bottles of shit and it ended up that you took the better golfing bag that had less beer and you left me with the shittier golfing bag with more shit. The shitty golf bag with the shitty clubs got all of the good beer because that wasn't going no, with me. No, no, yes. no, no, no. All yes. the good beer yeah. was taken by oh. Mr. Sean okay. Flannery got and it. put... Anyway, Steve and John's bag... Uh, totally true. All, all filled with good beer. The only reason I had good beer was because I was close to John and Steve. We had to um, flag you down on the golf course halfway through and be like, dude, give us a beer. And uh, you did, and we had one. Um, and surprisingly, we only beat everybody by one stroke, completely almost. I, I over, didn't. So. I didn't lose. <laughs> I didn't lose a single beer. Nobody. I, I went around the golf course ask, asking people if they want beers. Like, do you want a stout? Do, do you want? Do you want? Do you want a porter? Do you want stout? Porter? Stout? Nobody wanted to take a beer for my golf bag. Well, we had too many stouts and porters for the middle of summer, if you ask me. But yeah. the summer. But. Anyway. Uh, so that was about a rebuttal part A. No, that's it. That's uh, it. Yeah. I mean, All those notes are just about the the shitty golf bag beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have a lot more written on that paper. Is it? Well, just, is that in Serbian? It just takes like a lot longer. No, actually, the last note was that you guys were drunk as fuck. Uh, podcast number fifty. Well, I'm glad but, you wrote that shit down. But uh, I mean, <laughs> that's less a rebuttal. Than, uh, <laughs> that, that was a statement of fact. <laughs> I'm not sure I listened last week. Was it last? That week? was the week before Two weeks. last. So oh I, no, that was Sean though. Because he was, he was on his new diet where he fasted for 24 hours. I was coming off like a 24-hour fast. And then he decided to drink like five beers at lunch. I actually, no. I, I, I need to get my calories. Exactly. The quickest way to get calories in the body. Bypass the teeth right into the gut. 300-calorie beer, double IPA, more calories. Well, so back to Ross for a second. Speaking of getting calories and using beer to do it, um, you went back home. Yep. And because our health care is so great here, you go back to Serbia every year to make sure you get your health care, your yep. check-in, and your, your, your stuff analyzed. And um, that was the week after we had golf bags full of beer and yep. the, the outing and, and whatnot. So and you, you, yep. you um, what, what were the results on your tests that you, let, you let's, got? Let, let's just say that um, I, I got yelled at by my doctor. Okay. <laughs> you haven't been walking the straight and narrow lately? Haven't been treating your body with the respect it deserves? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I, I did get a stern, like, what, like, because all of my um, long-term analysis were fine, like, signal, signaling any sort of, like, long-term problem. Everything yeah. was fine, but, like, my short-term cholesterol, everything along those lines was horrible. She's like, what the fuck did you do? Like, what what, 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 what have you been eating? Have you heard of the world? What I see, guys? <laughs> have you heard of a vegetable? <laughs> um, but yeah, well, that, that sucks, because you're usually, you know, you're pretty, you're one of the healthier ones on the team as far as, like, eating and... and and everything, and then you we, well, we it bring goes you. Sean, and then you. Yeah, you. Sean is the healthiest one. He's yeah, gonna right. live until he's uh, 175. Mm-hmm. Don't doubt it. Yeah, Don't n- doubt not it. at all. Um, but, he uh, he cannot be killed by bike accidents. Uh, <laughs> he cannot be killed by beer. Weekly bike incident. You have a weekly bike incident. Just makes him takes stronger. Place. Well, yeah, I what have. Does it kill uh, you? Make you stronger. Yeah, totally. It's a high traffic route home. Often navigated drunk <laughs> leads to a lot of scrapes and uh, bruises. And uh... so let's just say this: so there's two models of my l- life that you're following. First, the I'm not eating as much food, 
Yeah. And then the I would rather do any sort of exercise half in the bag. Well, I <laughs> I wouldn't say I prefer it that way. And m- my ride in ha- uh, to the office is always sober. So you say. So you say. Yeah, I just come off a bender. I haven't M- gone to bed yet. Mostly I mean, hungover. Yeah. By the time you get to bed, after I'm usually a show, not drunk. But yeah. I mean, we probably I'm usually not drunk. Yeah. We could probably run a, an analysis on your blood at 9 yeah. a.m. and see what's left in there. It's probably something. Oh, and I, w- I just, um, you know, I, I forgot. I wanted to mention it before. There was a post in the Worldwide IT guys about that fucking hedgehog or ant eater or whatever the hell it was. The ant eater that um, is allergic to ants, yeah, essentially. Like, and it, <laughs> no, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, it's so cute! Kill that fucking thing with a hammer!" I had to go <laughs> and buy a plane ticket to get proper health care, and that thing. Got do- little small dosages of ants so that it could not die. Just <laughs> the uh, amount of time and effort they spent to make sure that an ant eater could survive off ants was more time spent than y- on you and your healthcare. Most Americans. Most Americans, right? Um, so yeah, that was that was a funny story when I read it. John had to have his shoulder done and like at a, at the back of a pickup plant, you know? Yeah, I mean, I was in Sean's neighborhood, so. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking Appreciate. of, why don't we transition over there? We segue right into uh, yeah. I'm John, back. John's also back on the pod and uh, back in the office. Week off, not a week off, but a week week away from the week office. Week recovery and, from uh, what happened to you? What did they do? I uh, had uh, my shoulder worked on, so like a ten thousand mile oil change or what happened? Yeah, yeah, What'd you do to much. it? Yeah, just kind of clean out the uh, the bad stuff in there. Every forty years, you gotta get a new shoulder. Yeah, so. Yeah. Actually, it was kind of funny. I went to, to do my checkup this week, and the doctor's like, yeah, so you have quite a lot of damage in there. I'm like, yeah, I played baseball for, you know, how many years of my life? Hockey. hockey. Yeah, those are two bad He's like, well, I, I think in like 10 or 15 years, you're going to have to have a, a shoulder replacement. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I, I I really don't play the amount of sports I used to. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I play baseball with my son. In the backyard now, so I, I I think we can hold off on the replacement. But what do you I mean, say? This guy's like, you know, he's he's a uh, surgeon for uh, for a sports team here in town, so he's you know, so he, he wants to keep your fastball at like eighty eight miles exactly. An hour. That's so, his goal. Yeah, I'm like, you're gonna your need patient. that. Yeah. So how are you on anabolic steroids? Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I want if they need you to pitch an ending, I want you to be able to go in there for the Cubs. And, exactly. Yeah. So I want you to remember be that able accountant to... that did that for the Blackhawks last yeah. year. That's John. Yeah, John's totally. just gonna be in the stands at a Cubs game. They'd be like, "You look healthy. You want to pitch?" Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, All right. But overall, it's good experience. You know. My first ever surgery. You know, you showed us your scar. That's your first ever surgery. I'm surprised yeah. with your history of sports that you never needed a. My first ever surgery. No so. knee surgeries. No. Wow. Nothing. Especially with all the marathons you read. That's crazy. Ran. But, excuse uh, me. Yeah. But your was, surgery. Uh, that you showed us the scars. There's like two tiny little pinholes, like on your. Yeah. So I, I have four holes, like little tiny like incisions that were. If you didn't point them out, I could not tell. But the well, bruise on it, your arm is fucking yeah. gross. What is that? I was kind of hoping for like a big like. Brutal scar. Nice. It looks awesome. Yeah, cool. like they just ripped you open. We could like, still give yeah. that to you. Yeah. <laughs> like I was in a knife fight or something, and it's yeah. like, yeah, I want a big-ass scar. Wait till the shoulder heals. We'll wait for it to heal. <laughs> and we'll give you, get you like the the, the main main villain in Avatar, the, the oh. straight-across-the-face one. No, no yeah, worries. So. If we had known the week before at the at the, at the the lake house that you were looking for a scar, we could have totally I obliged. Sure you yeah, me, exactly. But, uh, yeah. If you go in for your surgery, you just have this huge scar. And got a second opinion, Doc. Didn't, uh, didn't feel good about him. <laughs> Guys at the lake uh, took I, a knife. They thought they could fix it themselves. Uh, Monroe's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on Hudson Lake. You, you might want to use a little uh, yeah, they, Vaseline on that one. Please. When, when uh, you order the frog legs, they give you a free shoulder biopsy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you ever took heard a shrimp of, uh, knife to it? Surgeon uh, Kyle? <laughs> Surgeon Kyle. Surgeon <laughs> Kyle. Oh, that's funny. Um, the the thing I always find hilarious uh, is, did they do that thing on you? Like, if you've ever had um, things done on arms and legs, I find it hilarious that they they put all these markings around 
this is the one, Doc. Oh, yeah, yeah, This yeah, is yeah, the yeah. side you're supposed yeah. to cut actually, into. Actually, they did that, yes. I find that so fun. I know why they have to do it, but I find it so funny. My there's entire a, shoulder a, was all marked up. Yeah, there's yeah. a checklist, and this is recent, like in the last mm-hmm. 15 years that they started doing. Uh, I could probably look this up and be a little bit more accurate. That They started doing, because apparently operating on a wrong limb and on a wrong patient and giving the wrong patient the wrong procedure was... A common thing. Oh, totally. Well, and imagine the worst was there were people who had the wrong arm removed, so now they don't have any good arms because <laughs> the yeah, original yeah, yeah. one had to be removed due to right. some problem, and then they removed the healthy one. So basically, the checklist has like twenty something items, and like the first one, all right, is this the right patient? The second yep. one is this like the the right limb? Uh, the like the four or five is like, do we have consent? Yeah. <laughs> like, did this guy, you know, oh, agree to my this wife shit? like had. A surgery at the same hospital John did about yeah. four days, be- I mean a week before, and it's every person, the first thing they do when they come in is like, what's your name, what's your birthday? And they just want right. to make sure they have the right pay. It's hilarious to me. Yeah. All the And I, I mean, I totally get it, and it's good that they do that, but it is sort of funny <laughs> when you see it. Like, only cut this arm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I joked, uh, you know, overall experience was great. You know, great hospital, great doctors. Um, I joked that the worst uh, part of it was um, I could not drive for a week. And my wife is a horrible driver. Like, we get in more fights because of her driving (laughs) than anything else. That's your biggest incompatibility. (laughs) Exactly. So we are on our way to the hospital. Uh, I'm driving. uh, You know, this is before the the procedure. So I'm driving and... um, I keep on hearing, like, it, it's almost like a window's open in her back seat. I'm like, holy crap, is there a window open back there? Like, So I'm like, I'm hitting the buttons and everything and whatever, and, you know, and Trisha's like, in the passenger seat, she's like, no, don't hear anything. No, it sounds fine. Okay. I'm like, no, I hear wind, wind that come in the back seat. Yeah. So I had my surgery, and then on the way home, yeah, I'm totally drugged up. Yeah. Half in the bag. Like all those videos on YouTube where the kids get out of like having a molar removed and they're exactly. just like, oh so my god, is this real she's life? Dri- she's driving home and she's like, uh, yeah, so uh, that sound you heard before was I backed out of our driveway um, of our garage with the door open in the back. So I bent the door. Oh my god. <laughs> so she, she waited until I was totally drugged up to tell me that she got in an what? accident in our That's garage. Hilarious. Wow. And I was like, I knew I heard something. Wow. So I knew I heard that. I'm not crazy. I, mean, I may be totally drugged up in stone now right now, but I heard something this morning. So And you I, probably still wanted to drive, you know, high on opioids. And I, like... I told my doctor this week, I go, dude, I mean, this has been the worst thing for our marriage is her driving for a week. You said it was probably safer for you to drive on opioids than to let her drive oh, sober. Totally, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I don't totally care. true. Okay. So have you stopped taking the opioids, or are you addicted now? Uh, you know, I take two with my orange juice in the morning. Just Every so day now. No pain, but you still take no, it. No, actually, right. I'm out of it. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. It, was, it was actually pretty funny. I texted John, uh, I think, the day after your, your surgery. I don't know if you remember, but we were you – know, I was – I kept out trying to ask you how you were, and you kept just telling me other shit. I was really? like, all right. Yeah, I was like, all right. Well, you're clearly on drugs. I'll ask you tomorrow. <laughs> Most likely, yeah. <laughs> that initial shoulder cast thing, I'm telling you, that thing looked impressive. That oh. first day after, so you had the surgery, you you joined Scrum on, on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. And you had, like, the water filtration, yeah. uh, cold, you know, like, mechanical arm thing. You look yeah. like, you fucking look like a Terminator with that thing on. It yeah. looked crazy. It, it, and it's actually, yeah, that's great uh, icing. Do you get to keep that? or yeah, I had to buy it. Nice. Insurance doesn't cover that, so I had to buy it. But, I mean, next time, anytime you have, like, you any sort of shoulder pain, that's got to be awesome. You can buy, like, for your legs and whatever, so it's pretty kind of cool. That thing looked really impressive. Yeah, I thought it was good. He's got to be feeling good with all the opioids and that thing yeah. running. He's got to be fine, so... Um, you said you got to use your left hand a lot more too. You're better at that now. So, just okay, I mean, insert joke here. Go no, ahead. I'm I you you're ambidextrous with the with the mouse. Now. So it's kind of funny. Yes. So I I when I went places with my arm, my right arm in a sling. You know, I get the joke. You know, from my buddies like, oh, 
you know, that's your, uh, you know, jerking off hand. What, how are you going to do that? I'm like, um, I'm fine. And then, <laughs> I'm fine. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, so my wife and I go to the uh, local bar for lunch on Friday. So we walked in there. Mm-hmm. Same and joke. their response is like, oh, my God, your drinking hand. Is that okay? Oh, drinking hand. <laughs> drinking okay. hand. All right. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can drink with my left hand, too. Okay. So All right. Good. I usually use my mouth to drink, but okay. All right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But... <laughs> But I have learned to use my uh, left hand with, with the my mouse and everything. So did you switch the buttons to be lefty? I have not. That's no. crazy. You're no. just nuts. not yet. You're a crazy man. Um, well, it's good to have you back, and, and it's good not to be addicted back. to opioids because that's like you know the one number one addiction in America and yeah, big I deal. See, I don't so. see why. I'm no, not sure why? Nothing really for me. No, no. You'd rather have the alcohol addiction than the opioid one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that works. Okay. <laughs> he has the better one. Yeah, um, alcohol isn't a problem in this country at all. <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> Opioids. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Just ask Judge Kavanaugh. <laughs> <laughs> I like beer. Hey, all, yeah, I like I beer. Like beer. <laughs> girls like beer. Yeah. I like beer. Anyways. I like girls and beer. <laughs> we're um, we're not going down that rabbit hole. Um, I wanted to jump into the Facebook breach, which was fucking crazy. Good week to be on Facebook, though. None of your aunts and uncles can remember their password. So, so uh, it's crazy so drunk uncle. Yeah, you're dealing with uh, conspiracy God. theories. Like, uh, to the minute yeah. did I get fucking text messages sure. that day. So, there was um, there was a breach in, what was it, July? It was reported, mm-hmm. and in order to fix the, the, the back-end developer token hack, which was done, it basically wasn't really your password, but it was the back-end token hack. Um, they decided that this past week they were going to reset, log everybody out and make them expire everybody's tokens, expire the tokens, make them get new ones, reenter the passwords, et cetera. So like clockwork, as soon as I post that in, in, in the Slack channel, you know, here's boom, my wife, uh, I gotta, I gotta log out and in. I don't know what my password is, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And my mom and, like, my aunt and my cousin is like, what the fuck is happening? Are you, you're a human password manager. I you dash lane brought to life. I am, I, am, I am the IT guy for everybody in my, my circle of friends, six degrees separated. And the problem is they don't know their fucking passwords, and that's 99% of everybody's IT problem, always. Um, so anyway, so they reset everybody's password. Uh, tokens are reset. And, you know, it, it really isn't even about passwords and, and two-factor at that point when tokens on the back end are reset. Because you could have done everything possibly, you know, possible to try and prevent your identity from being stolen. But it still happened because of the way this, this went down. Um, but so, I, so essentially, you know, there were 50 million people that were impacted by this. It was, it was horrible. Um, but today's update, which I read, was because of GDPR... They're almost for sure going to face a $1.6 billion fine. Oh, no way. For their their um, lack of security around people's information. And this isn't a, again, it That's wasn't the your, maximum they could face. Yes. yes yeah. It's not their, it wasn't a password that you were supposed to do and didn't. It wasn't the fact that you were two-factored or not two-factored. It was the fact that no matter what your security level was, your token on the back end was stolen so they could get in as you. Correct. And that is fucking crazy and that is that's a huge that that's a that's kind of a big one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> For lack of a better that's term. A, I mean it's huge. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I think that is that's a that's a big story that went around um now I will say this, uh last night we finally got around to changing um my wife Tara's password. Um, she already had two factor enabled, so she was getting the prompts on her on her phone. And similar to how we're going to enable a multi factor thing here at our agency in the next coming weeks, um, even though you go in and update your information and say it's you and then they, they verify it's you with the text and the code thing, as soon as they verify it's you, they say, Okay, start all over again and prove from the beginning that you're you. So, mm-hmm. okay, if you change your password, we verified it's you, forget we just did that. Let's start over and do it again. And, the, and Microsoft is going to do the same thing to us um, in a couple weeks, right? And that's the confusing part, and that's the scary part, because everybody assumes I've already done the password thing, I've already done the multi-factor thing, 
let me just do what I came here to do, which was Facebook or email or, you know, whatever you, whatever you're, you're doing. Right. And no, it's basically, all right, you've done one and two separately. Now you have to start over and do them together as one. Mm-hmm. And that's, but that's a one time thing, right? It is. Yeah. It is. It yeah. is. So, so if you ever, if you make any sort of account change yeah. to a Facebook or a Gmail or a Microsoft or a whatever, and you have multi-factor enabled, when you make a change, it says, I'll let you make the change, prove who you are. Okay, you've made the change, you're done, we're back at zero. Now you're logging in for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Password and MFA yourself again. And that's the confusing part for people because they feel like they're it stuck is. in a loop. And they're like, you oh, do. my God, I just did this. What's going yeah. on here? And hopefully that's a learned uh, behavior that people will get through when they realize, like, oh, it's more than just password and a text. It's, you know, I always... Well, and the websites are terrible. Like, like we've been testing this with Microsoft. Yeah. They're, they're terrible. Like, they should be like, okay, we're almost there. We know you already did that. Like, it's not that we forgot. That's a good message. Yeah. You've already done this. You're almost there. Like, there's just... And this is a one... And they need to be better about saying... It's because of the unique state you're in. This is this last part is a one-time only thing. Yeah, you're yeah. almost done. Yeah, yeah. But it it does feel like you're in a loop. Or say like this is yeah. a th- there, there's three parts to this yeah. whole pro- process. Mm-hmm. You're at part one. You're at part yeah. two. Now you're at part three. And you're I back in. Totally enjoy, enjoy your email or enjoy Facebook yeah. or whatever. So I think I think this this world of multi-factor. Enjoy your email. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your email. I'm just thinking. Everyone hates what they get over email anymore. Remember, remember how email used to be fun when we were in college? It was so new. It was like just your friends talking you to you. You bullshit to each and, other and yeah, pictures. And, and, and now yeah. it's like, yeah. ugh. Yeah. I got to check this. Yeah. You hate it. It's full of spam. It's garbage. Yeah. Yeah, it's worse than checking the mail. You have for 90% of your inbox. You send yeah. that email. It's like, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to send it to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I think, you know, the Facebook thing is really big and that, that $1.6 billion fine, which is – We'll see if that happens. It's, It'll be it's going to be pretty close. I well, mean, G- GDPR has not really flexed its muscle yet in terms of – corral and a company into paying a big well, fine. The, this is opinion. an Irish data regulator. So, I mean, this is... Yeah, so it'll be interesting to the see... The heart of um, GDPR, man. And it'll be also interesting to see whether Facebook just pays it or they fight it aggressively because there's not a lot of precedent around GDPR. According Wait, to the dude. Guardian uh, article, it basically says this is the defining moment of GDPR yeah. because are they going to be able to say you broke it, <clears throat> now you got to pay. pay it, or is this going to be a why don't we go to court for five years and we'll yeah, figure this out? Exactly. Yeah, I wonder what will happen. Yeah. It'll be interesting. So I, I agree. I think after <laughs> the year of GDPR that we've already experienced, we've we've only just begun. Um, there was, so, just speaking of Europe, th- this is a story that came out today that I wanted to share because it, it, even though it's a international uh, security, uh, like almost uh, potential war story, it, it reminded me a little bit of our work environment, where uh, oh, I don't know if you guys. There's a war environment that involves that. Well, it involves you of your work environment. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I don't. And Ross, yeah, okay. and Ross, uh, <laughs> our own spy. Uh, and I, I mean, this is this is good opsec for you here, Ross, so you don't get caught in the same way. But um, so they they were, uh, I think it was um, was it the Netherlands today expelled like seven Russian intelligence officers. Oh, the spies, hackers? The hackers. And it turned out they were hacking the international organization that does chemical warfare checks. And this Doping or- agencies and nuclear energy companies. Yes. So yeah, not yeah. only do they work on doping, which the Russians hate all the time because their Olympic team is always caught for that, but I guess this organization was also helping the investigation into those um, the the people that were poisoned in England by Russian intelligence oh, yeah. services. So they were basically, their headquarters were being hacked in, I think it was the Netherlands, by this group of seven uh, intelligence officers, and uh, they were expelled. And the way they basically caught them, which I find hilarious, is they were they, they were like 99% sure these were Russian intelligence officers, but when they finally had the proof was they had kept their receipts 
from the taxi that took them from the <laughs> Russian intelligence office well, to the airport. Because they have to expense yeah. it. And if you don't have which I receipts, love. Yeah. I love how yeah. expense reports <laughs> fucked an intelligence operation. Because, like, man, they'll, they'll never fucking approve this if I don't have a receipt. That's <laughs> oh what happens God. when they make... I mean, yeah. our company makes us... Oh, our, our company's the same, the same way. way. It's the same way. Receipts oh and statements <laughs> yeah. and... I love that that's how they got caught. And you know there's... Russian spies that are so fucking happy about this because they're like, finally, we could tell these assholes we can't keep receipts. We're goddamn spies, okay? Just reimburse us. The funny part about that story for me, other than the the receipt thing, was that the Russian military intelligence agency is known as GRU. Yeah, it is GRU. That's totally true. How did we come up with GRU for the name of We came up with it from some animated movie, which I think stole it from... The Russian. Oh, so uh, the the uh, the so we're the like minions. Yeah. Minions. Yes. Yeah. Grew. Despicable yeah. Me grew mm-hmm. was how we came up with it, and they stole it from the the term for the Russian military intelligence. Um, Ross, do you have a rebuttal on that? Yeah. Russian spy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. There's well, one other expense story that I wanted to share that I I heard from the. Uh, for the first time recently, which I, I guess is an old Tom Schneider story. I don't know if you guys remember him when we were growing up. He was a guy that would always interview people after Letterman, and he had huge teeth, and he was always smoking a cigarette, and he would just laugh constantly. I think it was called Up All Night with Tom Schneider. I think it was Tom, Tom Schneider, Schneider was his name. Uh, but anyways, I, he tells this great story that I recently heard where uh, he used to be like an investigative reporter, and he went to New York for the first time, and... Uh, he was like dating someone there too, so he's super excited, and he's like, "Well, he told his boss, I like, I want an, I want a per diem of like five hundred dollars for the weekend." He's like, "Fine, but you got to keep all these receipts, receipts for everything." He's like, "No, no problem." And he goes and he like takes his date out to all these great places, and he spends every cent of the five hundred. And this is like in the nineteen sixties, so five hundred is like a lot. Anyways, he he comes back, and his boss is like, "Where where are the receipts?" He's like, "Oh my god, you'll never believe this." I got mugged in New York. And he's like, what? You lost all the money? He's like, no. I had already spent the money, but he took the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. That was the thing that he had to cover his ass with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got mugged. He the only the thing receipts. he took yeah. was the receipts. Oh, yeah, Tom Snyder totally. And this is before uh, the Photoshop. Show. Oh, my God, back in the day. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so that that's... Photoshop, yeah. you've had to make receipts... Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not gonna yes. comment on that. I wouldn't for fall. taxis. I, I mean, yeah, taxis usually. Oh, taxis. Yeah. I used to love like. Usually, if you can just remember that you've lost them, you'll ask the tax. You know, because you'll just ask your final taxi, "Hey, give me like ten, ten receipts," and they'll usually give you as much as you want. Well, I, I mean, I've gone out honestly in front of our building here where there's a line of taxis and asked for a blank yeah, receipts because yeah, exactly. I did not have one for a. Mm, expense yeah and i still have to you know i still have to uh submit the statement for my credit card so it's not like i'm trying oh yeah to i don't get I mean, money no one's accusing i know being fraudulent yeah i am yeah, yeah. whatever You're you should fine. also then expense that i had to pay this taxi guy five dollars for a fake receipt exactly <laughs> so i also want to add that <laughs> miscellaneous my expense exp- yeah petty cash <laughs> i have a stack of taxi receipts if anybody needs them Just, i do too yeah yeah those are those are worth gold really. <laughs> um well, the next tech story that I wanted to bring up, um, speaking of gold and the California rush, was the net neutrality. Um, oh, in California, story that came yeah, up. yeah. So uh, California's net neutrality law is set to take effect on January first, and Jeff Sessions, um, with Fun his guy, with y- yes, with with all of his m- muster and might, came in and said, "Well, we're going to sue you guys if you do this because you don't regulate interstate commerce." And, um, you know, I didn't get through the entire article with the specifics, but essentially it's U.S. versus California over net neutrality. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know how our um, uh, Cheeto in chief likes to handle things. So um, uh, I don't know. What do you guys, what are you guys thoughts on how this, this is going to go down? Between... Well, considering the Supreme Court is all conservative, I'm sure they'll side with the Republican administration and. Yeah, the, and yeah. the FCC as right. pie is a fucking tool, so that'll be a nightmare. Now, so. what you maybe could do is you could say, like, for state contracts, we'll only work with people 
who yeah. obey net neutrality. Yeah, you and want a billion that, dollars worth of California business. Yeah, that yeah. might be enough of an incentive for people to not do it in the state. But, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, I think the next administration will roll it all back. I mean, it would be great for Congress to solve it so that you don't have to. I mean, that's the one thing that I feel Trump, well, one of the many things that Trump has taught me is that I never realized how much of what Obama did was executive action. And it's because Congress can't Congress can't do anything under Trump and they couldn't do anything under Obama. Like Congress just does jack shit. So our presidents it's just so use executive orders. Each other. So like our, but what's yeah. crazy about that is it, like our country just keeps rolling back every four years and then rolling this way because we do whatever the president wants because we don't have a Congress anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. Pretty much. Yeah, I think it's all broken. I think many Americans do, and, and we can't go down that again. Another rabbit hole. We don't want to go down. Um, but yeah, I think you know the the FCC voted three to two in December along party lines to reverse all those rules, and they fucked us with net neutrality. So, um, speaking of net neutrality, did you guys see um, that Xfinity post that I shared uh, uh, at the end of September? Which one was? I that? don't think we brought it up in the pod. The fact that I had exceeded my oh, yeah, exactly. exceeded your my your data, data limit. limit. So I never knew there was a data limit. For, I never knew that either. So I actually like. You said that day I, I went and looked at my account yeah. and I found that yeah. there is a yeah, it's a terabyte. It's a, it's a little over a terabyte data limit. Um, if you have an Xfinity broadband connection, and I'm with, shocked my son has not hit that yet. Which in its heart, I will tell you, we stream on a lot of devices. But I, I will tell you, so this. do we. And, so uh, we we are one of the I think it's 34 gigs a day. Yeah. is what you can do. Yeah, that is a lot. So 34 <laughs> gigs a day is huge. And the the pro- the reason why I went over was because I have a terabyte worth of photos. Because your iPhone. wife was out of town, and he needed porn. And I was just saying, technically, I was out of town, so whatever was happening in the house was when I wasn't there. But um, in September, the uh, I I wanted to download an, an entire copy of my iCloud photo library because. Um, Long story short, it's everything is in the cloud. It's backed up. I'm not worried about it, but I want to take a copy with me in case I want to access a picture or a photo. So you actually and no, share it. This is something that confuses me. You carry a hard drive with you at all times with every photo you own. Correct. Well, ninety um, percent of the photos I own. There's still a library that I lost five years ago that only exists <laughs> on two hard drives. Just at in home. case, at some point, you want to pull up a picture. You carry a hard drive at all times. I've always carried a hard drive with me at all times. On that six terabyte hard drive, one yeah. terabyte of that is my entire photo library. The other five terabytes is used for files that I like to back up and do things with. Yeah. I also have a time machine hard drive at home that I only back things up to. And then I have two other hard drives at the house, one with another copy of that entire library in case the cloud decides to just go away tomorrow. And then um, another hard drive that contains the original iPhoto library that I've had from the beginning of photos to wow. 2007 um so yeah so i try wow. to keep at least two copies of everything um in my own possession in case the internet decides to go away tomorrow um <laughs> but yes that, i love i love the fact that you that that's your main concern that you know we're at a state where we no longer have internet and you're worried about you know photos i'd be looking for a shotgun and a clean water supply a society collapse <laughs> Well, well I used to always I love do have I do have I do have a Foyt card, so if that day comes, I can stock up pretty quick because there's there's an entire fucking militia store right down the street from my house where I live. So <laughs> I think I could be ready for the zombie slash uh, Soviet apocalypse in about a half hour if I needed to because I have a fucking militia. Right well, the presidential there. alert so. system works, so you got that. He'll let me know when He'll I let go, me know. Go buy your guns now. Here Not they come. good, folks. <laughs> Not, Not good. good. Comet. Um, so anyways, yeah, so that's, that's, that was going on. So I, so as far as net neutrality goes, I was kind of very, I was very pissed, not kind of, I was very pissed the fact that they said for one month, I went over a terabyte worth of data. And then for like the entire year, I hover between three, maybe 300, um, gigs and 700 gigs. So I'm never even coming close. Yeah, let me have to this my, month, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so like yeah, I'm yeah. not even coming close. And I do stream a lot, and, you know, and we do play games, and I play Xbox, and all these things. 
and you know it's fine but i never even come close to a terabyte so their message was we listen we'll give you two months for you to go over this limit but after that we're going to charge you 10 bucks for every 30 gigs over the limit and that's that's that would piss me off like that would definitely be a call to their fucking manager at some point to say Mm -hmm. listen i i've saved you 700 gigs every month for nine months you're not going to charge me 20 bucks because i went you know over one month that that would really piss me off so um and in within the net neutrality world they get to do whatever the fuck they want they can lower that limit they could tell me what they could tell me that one terabyte it's going to go down to 300 gigs a month and i could be fucked so anyways i wasn't happy about that it really pissed me off um but again i only do i've done that once a year for the past five years once a year, I, f- I feel like I've lost a hard drive or something gets corrupt and I need to re-download or do something. It's usually around pictures, um, and I have to do more than a terabyte in 30 days. And it never usually oversees that, but um, it does seem to happen once a year. So anyways, it's, I was covered. I was fine, but in, in, a, in a future state where we don't get to say what we want to do or, or have any rights on the Internet, that, that could be troublesome so the other story that i thought was kind of a like huge story was the 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 hardware hack that china did with that little tiny and almost invisible microchip so explain this yeah i saw the article about this okay so the number one chip manufacturer which was called it's called what's it called microchip micro super microchip or something like that um hid a tiny chip on motherboards that went into servers that were distributed and they're essentially like the the name brand in the motherboard microchip world for servers right they're just they're the you know i I forget what they were called but they're like the kleenex of server chips right sure so this chinese company essentially hid this tiny little microchip on on all i forget Apple's servers, Amazon servers, Google it was, servers. It was big companies. It was everywhere. Yeah. And I'm trying to find the article. And I, yeah, it, I guess this company, like, they specialized in supply chain uh, hardware. So it's like the biggest companies used them. And, you know, the article essentially shows that, um, you know, even Apple up to, I think it was 2015 or 2016, had these these chips in their in some of their servers so um you know the article's really long it's very um detailed but essentially it shows how they embedded this tiny little chip that you can't see it's it's smaller than the tip of a pin but how were they collecting the data or what were, what were they collecting and how so they, uh, what's interesting it somewhere yeah it, right. it, it could sort of phone home but what's also interesting is they just put it in these chips but they had no idea if the computer would eventually land in an important role in right. an organization. It could be like some stupid company. So, yeah, they probably got a lot soon, of noise. Yeah, as soon as was, the chip got power, as soon as it was turned on, it called home and it told whoever was looking, here's where I am, here's what's around me on this computer server, what do you want to do? So the microchip altered the operating system core so that it could accept modifications. And then it could also connect to the other computers that were controlled either in the same server, set, subnet, or rack, or whatever. Because these were, these were, and it's crazy to think about this, but it was basically a server that slides into a, 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 a port. Rack. Right. Yep. So it's just, you know, a, a 32 1U server rack, right? These are just chips that sit there and do things. And they were meant... Um, initially, they were Amazon Prime built um, streaming servers, and they were Apple's um, uh, iCloud Relay cloud servers, and they were they were these types of you know tiny little micro servers that sit in a data uh, center somewhere you know s- you know spread out through all over the place. But essentially, the computers became controlled by whoever the attacker was. And they could then input their own code through this chip back into that server. And even if it was just to know what was going on, observe and read only without even, you know, impacting what was going on, based on that, 
that could have been huge information for China. And they basically said in this article that um, for an entire state, uh, um, having a well-done nation-state level hardware implant surface would be like witnessing a unicorn jumping over a fucking rainbow. (laughs) And yet that's exactly what happened. There was a state-known implant service that happened on these these boards. It was well-known. It seems to have happened. And this is one of those call-outs that's like, China's trying to hack shit. And, you know, this is why Apple's building their own servers, building their own microchips, building their own graphics cards, building their own Yeah, it was interesting. It never occurred to me that it was for, like, state security, you know, when Apple did that. Yeah. Well, you know, in Huey, I remember watching a 60 Minutes um, show where Huey, or uh, however you say it, the H-U-W-E-U-I-E or whatever, and they they had routers. They had, like, Cisco-compatible, mm-hmm. you know, level routers that people would install that were, like, half the price of Cisco, completely manageable. You know, you'd stick a, a core switch in your data center, and they were Huey-built. They found similar type of hacked chips in the routers from Huey. So they were banned. Oh, yeah, like you're not supposed to get them if you work in, like, certain industries. And same with, like, what is it, Kaspersky antivirus? Kaspersky, yeah. Kaspersky, you're not supposed to get it if you work in, because it could potentially, the Russians might be able to just see everything. And Kaspersky is still one of the bigger antivirus, you know. It's huge. Softwares out there, but... um. Yeah. So I thought. Yeah. So that was that was a crazy story about the these tiny microchips yeah. that were embedded, and I just love the article. Um, we'll share it on Twitter. But the article has this this interactive. Um, here's what the server card looked like, and if you take away the CPU and the RAM and this and this, here is exactly where that chip lived, and none of us, to the human eye, could have it, ever it, known it was I, there. I saw some pictures. It's, it's like on the tip of a pencil. It's minute. It's tiny. It's the smallest chip you've ever seen, and right. it does all. It does everything I just said. It does a callback to home, and it does, uh, you know, it's basically an infiltration right into the, the entire server through this tiny chip that you would never believe what it does. Uh, it's <clears throat> Ross needs one in his car. Yes, I want to be able to shut Ross's car down instantly whenever calls he's driving. Calls home every once yep. in a while. Calls home. Sure Let's me know okay. where he is. Yeah, good point. The other thing that was super, I thought this was funny. So um, there is a Netflix initiative, um, and I, I don't know if anybody's watched. Uh, so I've, I've started watching Black Mirror based on what you oh, guys Oh, I love that us. show. And yeah. that, that show is awesome. It's amazing. There are more than two or three great episodes. Every episode I've watched, I've been, I've just been all in. And, you know, I go home and I, and, and I'm just, I, yeah, I'm amazed. So I usually watch it on the train on the way home. So Black Mirror is going to have, they're going to be the first show to, on Netflix, have a choose your own adventure while watching the TV show. So as you're watching a Black Mirror episode, you're going to get to choose which path the character takes in a decision point in the TV show. And they'll have all these different alternate paths and hybrid endings and things like that to allow you to enjoy the show and interact with it, right? And I think that's really cool, but it's just a throwback to those fucking choose-your-own-adventures back in the 80s. Remember those? Yes. I just love those books. Those books were amazing. Yeah, they're great for book reports because they're they're done in like two minutes. Oh, you could be – yeah, you're like, I'm going to just kill myself right now. I'm going to choose kill, 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 (laughs) kill. I'm done in about six minutes. Right about Um, it. Book report is I chose to die. Um, but Choose Your Own Adventure, Elisa, do you even know what we're talking about? Choose Your Own Adventure books? Yeah, I know. Do you, did you read them? Do you know? Did you yeah. ha- experience them? Yeah? Yeah. And I usually try to scheme the the book to... Uh, oh, you hacked it. Yeah, to to have the happy ending. So you ending. chose... You, you'd be like, if I choose page 46, what happens? If I choose page 72, what happens? Yeah, and I skipped until the... Choose something, and then when next, and when next, and at the end, I, I got to the end. So I, you always I never... analyzed both paths before you chose, and yeah. then you chose... It's like a, doing an... A... Like seeing the future. Y- yeah, <laughs> it's easier than playing games, because when you play a game... Uh, you 
or uh, whether lose or win, but you don't know the future. Well, it sounds like you cheated, but yep. yeah, okay. Yep. All right, it's just a book, and I guess it's fine. Um, <laughs> but on Netflix, you won't be able to cheat because you won't be able to rewind and say, "Oh, I don't want to do that one." So as you choose your own adventure on a Netflix TV show, you're going to be driven down that path, which I think is cool. It reminds me of um, I don't know. Th- there was a there was a um, a Star Wars game on Xbox that I used to love, and you got to choose that you were a Jedi or a Sith, and the decisions that you made throughout your journey in the game drove you towards two different endings at the end of the game. At the end of the game, you either chose that you would stay on the good side and be a Jedi and and, and choose the right thing, or at the end of the game, you got to choose to be a bad guy and become a Sith and a Darth Lord and all that stuff. And I used to, I loved... I love that game because you literally you could play the entire game all over again, make completely different decisions, get completely different powers, and every time you ended that game could be different. Mm-hmm. I remember that game. I used to play it <clears throat> being a Jedi. Like, your behavior in the game would determine uh, whether you would go to the dark side or, or the light side. Yeah. And I remember that playing it as a, you know, a Jedi sucked balls. Because you you just you had to not kill anybody. I'm like ah, no no thank you. You have all the power in the world to like completely murder everybody on this entire map, and you're like nah, I'll just put you to sleep or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'll was, just push was, you off a cliff. It was boring. Anyways, <laughs> um, so that always I always liked that game. I thought that was interesting. That was an extension of Choose Your Own Adventure books from the 80s that I grew up with, and I think the Netflix idea with especially with Black Mirror because of the content that they do is very interesting. So. Um, if you're not watching Black Mirror, I totally recommend it. Um, I think I'm just through the first season, getting in the second, but they're really quick seasons, so they're not, it's not really a ton of a uh, ton of time watching those. Yeah, it's very few episodes. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's real quick. Um, so, so I, I wanted to throw that out there. I think the Choose Your Own Adventure Netflix series is going to be pretty cool. Um, did anybody see the Death Comet pictures? No, I just did not. the pictures. No, okay. So just what I posted. There essentially is a comet that is um it's gonna pass by Earth. It's not gonna destroy us. We're not gonna enter into an ice age and become extinct. But this death comet um is unique because the shape that it's in isn't like a normal shape. And it came into focus and when the um the folks actually got a good picture of it, it looked like a skull. It, it literally looked... Oh, I thought that was a doctored image. I didn't know that was the real image. So it That's honestly... Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So what they did was, is they took an initial image, and then they just... They, they did enhance it so that they could tweak the outline of the the outline of the structure, and then they dialed in contrast and stuff like that. But essentially, the raw image looked a little creepy, and then when they dialed it in, it actually looks like a skull. It's It's... A little crazy. I don't think it's doctored, um, but I mean, I do think it's enhanced in, in a bunch of ways. Sure. So for them to say that this comet that looks like a skull is going to pass by Earth right around Halloween, it's kind of a good story. I thought that was kind of you know, it, it is real. Um, and what a coincidence that it passes through in October when we're in our, you know, when a lot of humans are in the state of trying to scare each other and and and. <laughs> Whatever, but um, I thought that was really cool. If you haven't checked it out, uh, look up the Death Comet <laughs> and see it when it's going to pass uh, pass by near you. Um, so one last story that I have to share, is, and I haven't told anybody in the office this yet, <gasps> but secret a super secret story. All right. Last week, a car was stolen. Off my block. Oh yeah, how? So I stole. You don't it. live on a high traffic block because the cops aren't listening. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I do not live on a high traffic block, but here's what here's what this is. So this is my investigative reporting that I think has happened to this. You're on the case. So my neighbor across the street has a Jeep Cherokee, and all summer his alarm would go off. For no reason. You would hear his horn honk, 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 honk for no reason. He's like, I don't know why, but my security system keeps going off 
randomly. I have no idea what's going on. I take it into the Jeep dealership. They say nothing's wrong. I'm like, okay, well, do you have some sort of like OnStar or yeah. like satellite thing? And he's like, yeah, I have, I have uh, whatever, whatever it's called for for Jeep. I have that that satellite service. I'm like, well, it sounds like somebody's trying to hack you. Like, you know, are you? Did you do something? Did you sign up? Do you know? No, 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 no. So, anyways, I'm like, I told I told Tara, I'm like, I think somebody's really trying to hack his car because if it's just going off, yeah. somebody's fucking with him. And I don't know if you can activate that with like a computer and Wi-Fi or if that's just, you know, how that works. So I said that in like June last week. I stole this car. Last week I stole this car. No, <laughs> um, last week somebody. And, and my I have security cameras on my house. Somebody drove down our street, went into the Jeep, found that he had keys to another car in that Jeep, took the keys to that car, and took then stole that car off his driveway. No way. And he has a security camera on his front door slash driveway, and it's too dark to really see a face or anything, but you can see people, two people, walk up to the car, get in the car, start it, back out, get in their car, and two cars drive away. And wow. I'm like, holy shit, this is this is crazy. I mean, it's his own fault for having keys to another car in a car that, you Yeah, know, so why do you leave your, your keys in a I, car? I think, that's, but... I think that's ridiculous. And I actually told Tara, I'm like, that's a little sketchy. Like, I don't, I don't right. trust that any yeah. of this is on the up and up. Like, there's t- like I mean, that... we want to get a new car, maybe I'll do that in our driveway. Right? See what happens. Yeah. yeah. Just have your security camera record that some, you know, yeah. person in a ski yeah, mask is stolen. Camera, so. Yeah, not you, though, because you're short and people will know it. So. Yeah, thanks. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, so a car was stolen off the street that I live, and, in, in, you know, uh, and, and I was like, holy crap, what's going on? So two days later, the cops knock on my front door because I posted on Facebook that I would check my security camera footage for them and I would share it if they needed it. Well, the cops came to my door and Tara was like, um, yeah, I'll have my husband send it to you. So I did a full recap of the security footage from my house, which really just captures my driveway, my front porch, my back door, and all that stuff. It just looks at my house. It doesn't look at the entire block or my neighborhood or my, my neighbor's houses or anything like that. So the four cameras I have just look at my house and you four cameras, really? Four cameras. And I was able wow. to get, again, the, the, the direction in which the car came. I could corroborate the time and where they were, but I could not see the people or their faces or anything like that. So I, I ended up, did share, I did share the video footage from my security cameras with the police. So we'll see what happens. Um, just this morning, they posted that they recovered the stolen car. Hmm. in a, a suburb that's about 30 miles east of where we live with is it Indiana a second stolen car so two huh. stolen cars were found in essentially a parking lot we're at um I don't remember it's Gary. right before and it's right before Indiana um, oh, okay. but essentially pretty close pretty close to Indiana. gotcha um oh by my old house yes east side not Very so east side. Um, so yeah, I thought I, you know, and it's really it was really weird. Uh, Hazelcrest. So they found the cars in Hazelcrest in a parking lot. Um, so that really made me curious, a little scared. So I started reviewing. I have three weeks of video, twenty four seven, recorded on a DVR that I can rewind back to. So. While I was awake one night, I just kind of perused through um, the video footage of my driveway just to make sure nobody has come up to my car and tried to unlock it. Because I I actually do leave one car in my driveway in the summer to make room for, like, all the kids' toys. Camaro. Yeah. Just say the Camaro. Yes. The Camaro. Kids' toys. Kids' toys. Um, So, um, but nobody really did anything, which was kind of weird. So... Um, what somebody posted two days ago was that somebody broke into their car and then I talked to them. So not only did they 
break into the Jeep by hacking it. They took the keys, stole another car. They also opened up somebody else's car, which was unlocked, hit their garage door opener, went into their garage, and looked around and made a mess in there. Mm-hmm. All on my street on the same night. And I was like, holy crap. So that really worried me. Um, but I went through my security tape. I, I reviewed a lot of hours of footage. I didn't see anybody try to, to come to my house. But that was really my first, like, holy crap, this is this is interesting. Like, does anyone I, here know, have a uh, ring doorbell? My neighbor does. I think they're they really like cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have one, but my, my sister does down the street. And uh, they're kind of showing me the configuration. It's really cool. Like the settings you can do, like you know, you can say if there's motion five feet or ten yeah. feet or yeah. fifteen feet or yeah. twenty feet, that you know, then record. So I have a friend. Um, his name's Scott, and his his wife name is Kate. And Kate installed a ring doorbell on their brand new house. They just built a right. brand new house. It it was finished built in uh, in July. They install a ring doorbell, and Kate orders a lot of stuff from Amazon, which is very funny. So she bought this doormat. How is that funny? Because she's got a doormat that says, please hide my packages from my husband. Doormat. <laughs> wow. She's got a ring doorbell and a, and a doormat that says, please hide my packages from my husband. True story. So she has a FedEx delivery person a woman who goes through a ton of trouble to play along with the game. I think she knows that there's a ring doorbell and she picks up the doormat and she puts it on top of a big box or she sticks it in the corner and puts like the flower in front of it. And she really kind of waves at the camera and plays it up and, and is very friendly and nice. And Kate, you know, is, is like hilarious. And she'll end up posting some of the videos on Facebook saying, Oh my god, I love I love this FedEx delivery woman. She's so funny. This is hilarious. And then the UPS driver doesn't do shit. He literally just drops it. Like he doesn't even put it down nice. He literally like just drops it and walks away. Hits the doorbell and runs. And um she she shared the video of when the FedEx driver got there after a UPS delivery one day. So she had two deliveries in one day. UPS dude, like, fucking drops it, hits the doorbell, runs, doesn't realize what's happening. FedEx driver comes, takes the other package, puts it under her package, puts it under the mat, puts a a plant in front of it, weighs at the camera, and walks away. And she's like, I absolutely adore my FedEx delivery person. This is is amazing. But the video footage from the ring door thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's 1080p. It's amazing it's footage. Shit. It's it awesome. is so clear. You can see this. Yeah, it's woman. amazing. You know, everybody on Facebook is like, you totally better tip that that woman. Wouldn't it be hilarious <clears throat> if somebody at FedEx saw this and was like, "Well, this employee is fucking wasting time. We gotta fire her." Well, my <laughs> thought was, if she sent it to like Ellen, I bet Ellen would be like, "This is awesome. Let me have both of you on the show, and I'll, right. I'll do something." But in fear that she would get fucking fired because she's wasting her fucking time. She would probably get fired from FedEx, um, but I, I just—it's a very—it's a very funny video. I'll try to share it. I don't—I haven't shared it with you guys, but um, the Ring video footage is is hilarious. It's just very funny to see the difference between a UPS driver and this FedEx person. So, um, yeah, I mean that was uh, that was the list that I had. I wanted to cover today, and um, I thought the stolen car thing was a little weird, but I'm yeah, crazy. Maybe not the maybe not the. Um, Let's hack Ross finale that we had last week, which was amazing. Um, but uh, kind of where I am, looks like you guys are all working very hard today too. I'm not working. All, yeah, Sean and everyone's everybody is uh, really I am doing dug a little bit working while I'm. Uh, I know. While I'm, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch shit for this by the way, just so you know, no, because no, you no. were working and you weren't funny, and the pod's <laughs> gonna be garbage. Ah, this is a good know. podcast. I get grounded when you don't perform, Sean. <laughs> I, I don't you think you understand that. So you need to like step it up here. Be it's real your fault for not getting you. me drunk, Dion. <laughs> Hey, we tried. I tried to get you to go to Taco Thursday. Come on, you know. We even offered to pay. Come on, seriously. <laughs> you had a Manhattan and you're yawning. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. You're an old man now, Sean. I am. In one week, you you just aged tremendously. <laughs> um, Elisa, any funny stories? Nope. 
Perfect. <laughs> so I, I, I well, we was, have some vendors come though for this week, don't we? Uh, I saw yeah. Aaron submit uh, forward yeah. a few. I can't remember what it was though. I had one too. But okay. Do we want to? Do you I was really nervous time? last week, Dion, because uh, when I was at home and I had my big mug, you guys probably always assume I'm having a cocktail. Always. But um, I was on uh, opioids. Yeah. And they uh, they basically make you constipated. I'm sorry. So I had to go okay. out. I was literally drinking Metamucil. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all these old person drinks, prune, nonstop prune juice. I was like, I felt like I was like sixty five years old, having to drink all these. You know, you just, just wear like, buttoned up sweaters say, and uh, oh act like you're sixty five yeah. sometimes. Complaining about how fast so. people are driving on your road. Exactly. Yeah. Get off yes. my lawn. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, he, John. One of his hobbies is like shooting squirrels with a BB gun, trying to get them off his lawn. I mean. Well, yeah. Yeah. What do you do with them after you kill them? Compost uh, them. I don't do that. But I, I transport defense. the chipmunks. There's a pile of dead transport rodents them. in his neighbor's yard. Well, yes, <laughs> exactly. It's a chipmunk cemetery. Um, a little the only the only vendor scum that I had that I thought was worth sharing again relates to our Skynet theme where um, the computers are going to take over the world. But it essentially started with, um, "Hi, Dion. Imagine harnessing artificial intelligence for your customer support." You may be picturing your support agents looking exactly like this. And it's the fucking Terminator robot from... Yes. yes. It's the fucking Terminator robot from the android, the the skeleton shell of Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is my support team of the future. But don't worry, we're, we're not quite there yet. And then it goes in to explain why answer bots are your solution for your customer support needs. And then my response was essentially Skynet starts with answer bots. So um, just beware that the the computer AI uh, apocalypse is coming and it starts with answer bots. <laughs> um, that was that was my Skynet um, uh, vendor scum of the week. So um, yeah, it's it, it's it's interesting when when you get somebody who's creative and 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 gets you to to actually look at the picture and read. What they're doing, um, you got to give them kudos for a little bit um, for trying. So uh, technically, it was Zendesk. I just thought I'd share that too. Give, give them a call. Out, you know, shout out there. Zendesk. Zendesk. Yeah, right. they're a help desk solution. Cool. All right. Well, on that note, I'll let everybody go back to work. You assholes. <laughs> Thanks for participating in the pod. I've just talked for fucking forty-five Sean, minutes. Sean, this isn't your worst pod ever. Yeah, ever. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get hell for this too. So Deanna, it's not your fault. It's always my fault. We're, we're trying to roll out a big uh, MFA thing here. It's lots of work to do. Well, if I had known that that was what you were working on, I would have told you we don't need it until next week. So, <laughs> um, but thanks for working hard, Ross. Thanks for your uh, your stories of your journey. I'm sorry you're having sequel problems uh, at the moment. Um, thanks for your journey back home uh, and your stories and your rebuttal. And Elisa, thanks thank, for nothing. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> busy, sorry. Everyone's busy this week. Hopefully, uh, whoever's listening is not busy and, and enjoys this. So, uh, we've been the Worldwide IT guys. Thanks. Take care. Later. Bye. I am tired, though, as well. Did you do something last night? Uh, I did do something last night, but I, like... Did you get fed last night? No. I was actually... Uh, <laughs> It's funny, I went out with a buddy of mine who's a few years older than me, and everyone was like, yeah, I'm meeting all these guys, you want to have a beer with them? They were all even older than him. So, like, I was going like 10 o'clock. I was basically out. That sucks. I mean, you're almost an old man. And to be out with other old people. I think I just, uh... You've been running it at both ends, I would say. Well, yeah, for a couple weeks.